tell you that I got rid of all social media on my phone Mm -hmm. because all I saw were constantly wicked things coming up from before my eyes. Yeah. I don't remember who, but somebody told me either from my business or maybe promoting my podcast because people have talked to me about you got to promote your podcast. Social media is a great Mm -hmm. way to do it. You know, yada, yada, yada. Someone suggested uh, getting a TikTok account. I remember this. Yeah. I got a TikTok account and I had it for less than 48 (laughs) hours. Yeah. So I got the TikTok account and I opened the app up in my phone and immediately it was just nonstop sexually explicit yeah. videos. Your like, age, your, your just male. Just immediately. And, right. and I was like, oh, my soul. And, you know, I was like, what do I do here? And I was like, oh, okay, you swipe up. So because you didn't immediately huh. swipe up past the first one, mm-hmm. Guess what the second one was? More. Something yeah, something just like it. Okay, so I'm doing this, and oh I'm goodness. like, okay, this is ridiculous. And I turn the thing off, and I call a friend, and he's like, okay. So he's like, that happens to everybody. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So it is designed that way. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's their goal. He said, what you got to do is you got to, because I don't think they have likes and dislikes. I don't know. Well, I, I don't think know all works. you do is just swipe to the next video because okay. that it's just a nonstop reel of videos that are, I think they're all pretty short, but maybe not. So anyway, he's like, go on there and search for a handful of like people you want to follow or people mm. you know and like. He said politics or comedians or whatever it is. He says, and then start watching those videos. And as soon as something inappropriate comes up, just swipe past it immediately. And he said, the algorithm will learn and then it'll start getting better. So I was like, okay, you know, we'll try that. And I played around with it for a little bit. And the second day I'm like, the (laughs) hell with this. And I just deleted, yep, nope, deleted the account. I was like, even trying to go through and do that, it was still the same thing. It's like, no, 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 we want you to get into Uh this (laughs) and we are going to keep putting this before your eyes. And finally, Mm. I was like, I don't need this. Okay, delete my account. Boom, you know, off of TikTok, never again. Then I found out it was made by the Communist Party in China. And I was like, yeah, yeah, another good reason to not have it. It was the same thing with uh, Facebook. Um, I don't think I've ever had an Instagram account. I don't know if you ever started one for my business. Mm, I don't recall. Yeah, I'm not sure. So anyway, you know, um, it, it was the same thing with Facebook. Deleted the app off my phone. Don't even want to get into it. Um, just the content. If you're ever, you know, searching for anything, if you're ever looking at, I think they have what they call reels, That's which are what, short yeah. videos. That's what I was telling you about. It was the same thing. It's like you it's just nonstop trying to push you down a path of looking at uh, sexually explicit and um, and prideful, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word, covetous uh, images of things that you want in your life. What's shiny and new and big and expensive that you don't own and I have and I'm better than you for mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so it was just, it was so much of that. So for me... And here's the thing. I have not talked to a Christian man yet. I mean, 100% who don't tell me 
that social media is a struggle because mm. they're trying to use it successfully with integrity as a Christian man, and it's continually putting up wicked things before their eyes, and they're like, this is just a stupid losing battle. And I think, at least for men, and apparently it's putting up sexually explicit, <laughs> you know, inappropriate material in front of women as well. But as far as Christian men, just go, just get rid of it. Just delete yeah, the apps. You don't need it that much. Get rid of all of it. Yeah. I haven't posted something on Facebook. I don't even know how long it's been. It's been this long. I had a friend of mine call me. Now he texted me a couple months ago. And he's like, Patrick, I have a friend request for you on Facebook that's been sitting there for a year and a half. Are you ever going to accept my friend <laughs> wow, request? Really? And I said, buddy, I am sorry. I said, I don't even have the app on my phone. I said, I can accept it, but I haven't posted anything, you know. Yeah, it's not going to do anything. Yeah, years. Like, it, it's not going to matter. You know, I don't use the thing. So he said, oh, okay. You know, and he he was upset he thought i wasn't you know wanting to whatever be no, friends with him on facebook yeah <laughs> but anyway that was that was the thing it's like and, and i tell every guy the same thing i'm like just get rid of it just get rid of it you don't need it not only that i can't tell you the number and keep in mind we're still talking about adults we're not even yeah. talking about kids yet the number of men that complain about how much their wife is on their phone and how much mm. they are uh, wanting to take pictures of everything and post it. And they Guilty. have to, they <laughs> have to spend so much time getting ready for every picture. Mm. And then, then they have to apply filters to the picture and then they're putting up videos and they're, they're trying to become like an amateur content creator, you know, so they're, they're, putting up videos they're putting up pictures you got to do it constantly because it's if you don't keep you, yeah, yeah it's a lot of time and in the end it's like the husband Before. can see it's like this is just a stupid waste of time like yeah. nobody cares who yeah. you know what are we doing here you know i just wanted to go out on a date and it's like we have to set up five different <laughs> photo shoots well you know yeah. while we're walking down the street you know god forbid we come across a craft fair you know, or, or they decorate, you know, the downtown area oh, no. for Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh man, you know, we're never going to get out of here. It's like they're making little Hallmark movies all you got the time. It. So it's been, it's a big frustration mm -hmm. for a lot of people. And I've seen the negative aspects of it, which we're going to get into in a little bit. Your thoughts. I mean, I have... I could go off on so many different tangents. I don't know where you want to head. But, oh, just about you know, what I was talking yeah. about with like, uh, you know, the prideful stuff that's totally. before your eyes that's and how it's all bad and husbands and wives and yeah. all that stuff. No, I mean, it's so true. And when you're talking about, well, it makes all of us feel bad about our own lives when you yeah. see that stuff. And it's just magnified in the kids. Yeah. And that, you know, it's so bad. Okay. So let's talk about inadequacy about your life or appearance right because of social media so this is what i i actually read this this is a quote since it's a relatively new technology there's little research to establish long-term mm. consequences mm -hmm. so i'm just going to go ahead and predict <laughs> it's gonna be great the, yeah, the future <laughs> for all of us it's going right. to be terrible right so just <laughs> you know get 
on board right now and get off of social media. Just get rid of it. Your your wife, your kids, everybody in your family will be better off if you mm-hmm. just, you don't have to wait for the studies to come out. You should be smart <laughs> enough to know. Okay, with that being said, multiple studies have found a strong link between heavy social media use and increased depression, anxiety, loneliness, self-harm, and even suicide. These are all normal Mm. results of addiction. Anyone suffering from addiction understands depression, anxiety, loneliness, isolation, self-harm, and suicide. Yeah. That's where addiction brings you. So you're saying, which we all know, it's another addiction. It is. Yeah. And we're going to get to that. So let's start with uh, what I just mentioned. Inadequacy about your life or appearance. That is what Facebook is all about. Tell me about it. Well, um, clearly you see uh, someone who's really fit and willing to show that off. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel less than. You're sitting here. With your stomach a little bit hanging over your, you know, mm-hmm. belt loop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're, of course, you're going to feel kind of bad. Like, oh, wow. You know, yeah. wish I kind of wish I had that a little bit. Sure. Wish Anybody I looked like them. Who isn't going to feel that way? Men and women. Oh, sure. Wow, look how. And yeah. Look how fit they and, are. And, and they're so happy. And, and their life is cool music. Yeah. So and their life thinking. must be so good. <laughs> and there's probably filters. So you're thinking their skin too. And their teeth. Oh wow. yeah. Wow. They have such clear skin, mm-hmm. man. I was happy with myself five minutes ago, right. but and you're I sitting suck. There eating. You're sitting yeah. on the couch when sure. you're looking at social media, yeah. eating your donuts. Eating ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> With a fork, because all the spoons are dirty. And stuff. And then here comes this cute young girl, younger than you, and looks amazing. And you're like, oh, man. Okay. So Strike three. Yeah. And all of us know how hard it is on teenagers and how there's already that pressure. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst time of your life to be going through this body image problem. Yep. So it's, again, magnified in teenagers. And how can they possibly deal with those feelings that we have well and they're already going through um they're already going through puberty yes and their body their body for a couple years is still settling out with all the hormones and the chemicals that their bodies are producing yeah so they already feel very insecure right Uh, they already feel um less than they have some you know self-image problems some self-esteem problems And the funniest part about this is that you know that the images you're viewing on social media are all manipulated. Yeah, we all kind of know. I don't know if teenagers know that, but... They know that because they have the filters as well. Yes, right. They're the experts. But they still make Mm -hmm. you feel insecure. Even though you know... I've done that with a recipe book. When I open the page and it explains the recipe and it's got this beautiful picture <laughs> right. with the right lighting oh, and the night, so nice. everything and the garnish is great. And then I finish cooking it and I'm like, man, I wouldn't even terrible. eat this slop. Yeah, I wonder if I can get the dog to eat this garbage, you yeah. know, because it doesn't look like the right. picture. You're jealous of the food in the picture. So in the same way, people see this stuff on social media. They see mm. these pictures. They know they're doctored, but they still make you feel insecure. Right. Now, here's the issue. 
Today, we are no longer comparing ourselves to our neighbors and to our coworkers and to our family. Now, we are comparing ourselves to the entire world. Yeah. So, you have the best person at whatever. I don't care what they're doing, what they have, what their activity is, what they look like. You can find the top 1% of the top 1%, and that is who gets the most clicks and likes. That is the video that's getting passed around. That's the one that's getting their picture passed around. Well, of course you feel inadequate when you see that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get to see the best of the best. The absolute best of the best. anything, whatever it is. So I have Bible for you again. That's good because I had one and I I didn't say it because I got off. That's okay. We can get back to it. (laughs) Second Corinthians 10, 12. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. But they, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves, are not wise. That is a great verse for that. We are not supposed to get our self-worth from how we measure up to the people around us. The Christian is supposed to receive their value and self-worth from God. People are not doing that when they get on social media. Mm-hmm. And then what they do is they get jealous, they get covetous, and they pursue more likes, more clicks, more they follows. Do. Yeah. I want this because this looks like success. This looks like I would be happy if I if I could just get 10,000 followers, if I could just get 100,000 followers, I would be happy. Because yeah. all those people think I'm great and all those people love me. First of all, they don't. Those people could care less about you. I don't yeah. care who you are. Most of those people are morons. Well, they're in just the same position as you. They're trying to do the same thing. But what we're doing is we are not comparing. What we're not doing is we're not looking at ourselves the way God sees us. Because God loves us and wants the best for us. The Christian can always say, no matter how down and out they feel, no matter what they're going through, no matter what they're struggling with, they can say, okay, I have these faults and failures in my life but God still loves me. Yeah. And he's willing to help me through this despite all my character defects, despite all my physical flaws, despite whatever problems I have going on in my life, God still loves me. Mm. With social media, that's not the idea. I get my self-worth from the comments of my followers. Yes. If I depended on the comments of the followers that I have on YouTube, I would have blown my brains out a hundred times over. I've read some of those comments. Oh, I cannot go one month without being called a wolf in sheep's clothing or a false prophet. Oh, people are morons. Yeah, They are absolute monsters. You don't need to listen to any of them. Okay, that is the problem. You're comparing yourself amongst people who are just as insecure as you. Yes, they are just as lonely and scared as you are. They don't have anything else going for them in their lives. And the people that do, the people that put out posts that shine a light on character rather than money, rather than fame, 
those videos just they don't they're not the viral ones that take off i will get on youtube all the time for my work when i run into something and it's like man i don't know how to fix this the company that built the appliance you're working on has a youtube channel yeah and they will show you a video of oh check this and this is how you take this out and there's like a secret screw under here and whatever very helpful videos i watched videos dozens of videos maybe a hundred videos on how to build that dining room table Mm -hmm. that we have i've watched videos on all kinds of things that were tremendously helpful to me in my life doing something or the other all of those videos have like four or five thousand views and they've been online for years (laughs) it's like this is a joke if you want hundreds of thousands of views there's a few ways to get it and none of them are wholesome or helpful and or glorifying to god and the kids find that the kids find it yep anything you wanted to say about inadequacy about our life or experience from social media well um i'm trying to think if you said it all you can repeat Uh, anything i've said it's fine People don't listen to me anyhow. No, there's others. I mean, I don't know. There's, I could say a co- several things about it, but I have got other topics, you know, Yeah. that I'd like to cover. Okay, so let me give you another idea with inadequacy. Okay. I'm inadequate. My life's inadequate. Everything about me is inadequate because of what I see in social media. Yeah. People only share the best parts of their lives. Right. Yeah, and that's been said so many times. That does get me thinking about one thing, and I hate to keep harping on the the body issue. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. It's a big problem, and young women especially need to hear it. It's terrible. I have seen something that people are trying. I'm sorry to laugh at it. Go ahead. It's dumb. Body positivity posts, okay. Mm -hmm. There are women that are posting pictures of themselves in their underwear. Okay. No. (laughs) On the internet? Uh, I know. Who, I mean, I can't believe it. That they're they're not fit, uh-huh. and they're trying to show their fat areas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, "Let's promote this because I used to feel bad about myself, and now look, I want you to see this." Mm-hmm. I think, guys, no, this is still yeah. This is still we not still right. don't want to see you in God, your underwear. No, you're. Yeah, you're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. And it's a useless fight. Yes. Body positivity, if you want to be positive about your body, don't think about it all the time. Yeah. And that's what I'm training my daughter. I don't talk to her about how much weight I've gained in the last day. I've gained a lot of weight. I'd like to lose it. Yeah. I don't get on there and consume the social media because I'm like, well, I still like myself. So, you know, you guys don't like yourself fine. Yeah. That isn't the way to body positivity displaying your assets. Yeah. And why would you do, why do you want to do that? For attention. It's the only reason people do all of that stuff. Yeah. It's not edifying God. That's the thing is it's not godly. And it's not teaching me anything. Right. It's not like I'm getting online and learning how to make a budget so I can pay my bills. Because I've watched those videos. Very few naked people in their underwear (laughs) on those videos. Very helpful videos. If okay. you want your daughters to have mm-hmm. a positive self-image, yeah. do not allow them on social media, period. Yeah. 
that will be very bad for them. Absolutely. Instead, you don't talk about obsessively about the body, how it looks. You talk about how God made it and how yep. great it is. And, and how what, the what, great what things that we can do with it. Yeah. And you just, you know, I'm, I'm not broaching the subject. Yep. Instead, we're going to think about the fun things we can do and how strong we can be. We can take out, look at Grace, we can take out the garbage. We can. I'm just waiting for everyone you know. in the world to finally stop talking about racism. Yeah, just leave like, it alone. Can we just, d- does it have to be a discussion we have Same problem. every four hours? Yeah, you bring it up constantly, so it's all in your mind. That's it. Anyway, I'd, okay. I'd like to quit talking about the body issue because there's other problems that social media causes. Not just health and, you know, what else did you have? Well, along the lines, the last point I kind of, actually, no, I had I had a few points I wanted to make uh, about the inadequacy of your life and yes. your appearance from, or that you get from social media. So what I said was people only share the best parts of their lives. Nobody puts up videos about you screaming at your five-year-old and they're crying their eyes out because they yeah. just flushed your keys down the toilet and you're throwing a fit. Nobody right. puts that video up online. No. Okay, nobody puts up the video of, you know, whatever, the toddler whose, you know, diaper has an explosion, mm-hmm. you know. Or their laundry room. There's yeah, no nobody puts that. up pictures of their kitchen sink. Yeah. You know, when it's full of dishes because they were busy, you know, with their kids right. and the dog and what, you know, like you said, nobody puts up their pictures of their laundry room or their closet, you know, because they didn't have time to keep up on it yeah. or their car after, you know, a road trip with the kids. Right. Nobody, nobody puts up any of those pictures. Nobody puts up reality. Photos are edited. They don't resemble reality. Uh, videos are often of a person's tropical beach holiday mm-hmm. or their new car that they can't afford. Right. That have you ever heard about, you know, what credit cards are good for? Credit cards are good for buying stuff you don't need with money you don't have to impress people you don't like. That's what yeah. credit cards are for. That's, that's what social media is for. Yeah. That's for displaying all of it. Yeah. So look at my new promotion at work. Everything mm-hmm. in my life is wonderful. Everything in my life is just perfect. So I wanted to make a few points here along these lines. Sure. So, number one is a Bible verse, Exodus chapter 20, verse 17. This is number 10 of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, Mm, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. So, the Tenth Commandment tells us we are not supposed to covet. Yeah. Most people who post the best parts of their lives on social media, they are hoping people will see parts of their lives and that these people will covet their lives. That's what they're hoping for. Yeah, you're right. So number two, I think social media encourages people not to tithe. Mm, Really? Because of that? Because if you want to move your life forward to where you have shiny new things that other people have that you don't have well i had a friend of mine a long time ago and uh and he said patrick i you know my neighbor just got this new motorcycle and i've wanted a motorcycle i've wanted a motorcycle for a long time and i've never gotten one because we've just really never had the money 
and you know he was married i think he might have had a kid by then and i said yeah man i get it you know and he said then i had the thought i do have the money mm, i tithe yeah if i had 10 percent of all the money that i made and i saved that up for a year or two guess what i'd have a new motorcycle so anyone that wants to try to keep up with the joneses anyone that wants to try to keep up with whoever they see on social media the money's there just stop giving it to god don't donate to charities and spend it on useless crap that you don't need and can't afford and you'll have it so i don't see that as a real benefit last thing i wanted to say and this is an important one i want everyone to listen to this people on social media are just flat liars I didn't say fat liars. Some of them are fat liars, but that flat. they are just flat out, out lying. liars. Okay. I had a friend of mine and him and his wife, his wife was big on social media. Okay. Okay. Just an obnoxious social media person who was always trying to just show how great their life was and how everything was perfect. And they were, she was into some type of multi-level marketing thing. And anyone that knows somebody who's into multi-level marketing, them and realtors always try to show that their life is just great and they have the nice shiny new car Uh and everything. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. Okay. They, they're trying to sell a lifestyle and hope to get you the person who's dumber than they are to want to sign up for whatever they're doing and, you know, uh, and help support their crappy lifestyle that they're lying about on social media. So anyway, I have these friends and the wife is nonstop putting up these posts Mm -hmm. and it's so annoying. While she's doing this, her husband, who is a very good friend of mine, comes to me and says, Patrick, we can't pay our mortgage this month. No kidding. Yep. And she was sharing that they were making money. You got it. We're making money and everything's so great and we're so successful and I paid his mortgage payment that month. What? Yeah. No kidding. We wrote a check to his bank to pay for their mortgage. She told me and I forgot. And she was getting online. Oh, and saying that. Je- yep, just lying to everybody. That's yeah. what people on social media are doing. They're just a bunch of fat liars. That time I did say fat. <laughs> so... It doesn't do anything but hurt people. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to shift gears a little bit and talk. Well, you know what? I wanted to talk about the addiction part of it um, before you know we're done. But I also had another uh, kind of Bible portion that I wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. Was there anything? We could do a part two if we have to. Yeah, uh, I don't okay. mind staying okay. on a little longer and just trying to ham- you know, put the hammer down and get through it. Did you have any points you wanted to bring up or questions had, you had or anything? Well, I had two somewhat anecdotal yeah. things that came up. Yeah, bring other one. People, G- give me one. People in authority mentioned this to me. Mm-hmm. Our son, all of, all of our kids have phones from a company called Trumi Wireless. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's a, um, they're considered what's called a safe phone. Okay. They won't allow, that company in particular, won't mm-hmm. ever allow social media apps on the phones. Yeah. And they, and the the phones, they look like a smartphone. They're not a flip phone. It's a, it's but, a pared down smartphone. Yeah. So the, the purpose of the phone is for, basically for families like us. Yeah. 
where we don't want our kids to be able to have access to the internet, be able to access any apps that they want. So you can only download and use the apps that this phone allows you to, right. which is like, what, like so four or five apps. I mean, it's yeah, Google maps. Yeah, calculator. So, so you can use Google maps. So if you know, for like for us, we got that phone because we have a kid who's driving. So mm-hmm. we wanted him to be able to just put the phone in the thing and type in the address and then be able to know where yeah. to go. Um, and it has a tracking capability. So we can see where they are. <laughs> so we can get online yeah. and see where they are. And they have a calculator and they can text, but it's so limited. Like they can't even send a photo through text. Yeah. Unless you pay for an additional know. something anyway, or other. It's There's so many great things about it where you can see who they're messaging and what they say. Yeah. So the but parents have total access to spy on their everything. kids and see yeah. and read everything. Which, by the way, if you're a parent and you don't have complete access to your kid's phone and you don't use that access to constantly spy on your children <laughs> and know who they're talking and to what they're and what they're yeah. saying through text messages and what pictures are going around and what apps they have. If you are not doing that, you are a moron. You are absolutely a parent that is the has the ostrich syndrome. Your head is in the sand and you're a moron. And however bad you're hoping your kids, you know, whatever bad level you're hoping your kids have not gotten to, they are so far past it right now, you would probably throw up if you learn the truth. That's what I'm going to tell you. Okay? Kids are mischievous monsters. You have to spy on them and know everything about what they're doing. You do. Sweetie, please continue. Okay, so anyway, he has, one of our sons has his phone at work, and Mm -hmm. I tell him, we do some phone hygiene before they go to work, even, Mm -hmm. and I say, this is how you treat a phone. Yeah. I don't need to call you because you're at this place of business. Put your phone in your locker. Yeah. I'll call the office if something comes up. Yeah. Our other son, he has to have his phone with him at work. So, son B... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Washington, who's working at the produce place, Mm -hmm. his boss said to me the other night, he said, you know, I don't know anyone who isn't just on their phone. And it's so nice to have a worker who isn't looking at their phone all the time. He said, I have grownups that can't do that. Yeah. And he was really impressed that Washington didn't even have his phone on him. Yeah. He just puts it in his backpack and and leaves it in his locker. Yep. Doesn't even have it. I like that. I cannot find adults that won't do that. Yep. And then my second story has happened to me twice mm-hmm. with our son, Joseph, who's had some neck soreness and yeah. issues because sometimes he's been playing on the little devices too long. Yeah. Two people, health practitioners, a chiropractor and a massage therapist told me that they have seen an overwhelming amount of neck issues and back issues in kids now. Because they're... Because they are down like, with, this. like this all the time. Furthermore, both of them told me this, and I looked it up, and it's kind of like, no, this isn't true, or yes, it is. Uh I don't know. The chiropractor and the massage therapist, the chiropractor said she's seen it on x-rays, where kids at the base of their skull are growing like an extra bone growth because of the pressure of their head being down all the time on the... Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Bible Thumper Podcast, where somebody's got to say it. My name is Patrick Hayes, your regular host, and with me tonight in the studio is my beautiful wife, Joanna. Joanna, how are you this evening? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Best day in my life. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, know, I always <laughs> say that. 
So tonight we are talking about Christian families and we are going to get into the idea of social media. Mm -hmm. So my suggestion, I'm going to start out swinging. Yeah, start out swinging. Go ahead. My suggestion to parents is that you you plan. Hopefully, hopefully this podcast reaches younger parents whose children are not old enough to have social media accounts or smartphones yet because undoing mistakes that you've made in this area are it, it yeah. can be tough. So, I'm going to just go ahead and say do not allow your children to have social media accounts and they're not going to die. <laughs> they right. might complain. And I would even go so far as to say, don't let them have smartphones. Yeah. And we've done that so far and it's been good for us. Mm -hmm. We've avoided a lot of problems that we have seen other people have. So we have other friends and other families that we know, and we've dodged a few bullets, I believe, by just avoiding the whole thing altogether and saying, nope, we're not going to do it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, I have so many thoughts when you're talking about social media. Yeah, this is the introduction. <laughs> Start out. Well, what do you, your, your man. headline version? Uh, social media, there's nothing redeeming about <laughs> it. I mean, I'm on social media, but you know. Uh, but for your kids, especially, they are so impressionable. Okay, so let me, let me, st- let me, let me argue that statement you made okay. just for the sake of some people who are going to say this. And, and it's a fair argument. TV is neither sinful nor virtuous. Right. Okay, the internet is neither sinful or virtuous. Mm-hmm. What we've come to find after crunching the numbers, since the internet has been around for 20 some odd years, we found out that the majority of it is used for very bad things. Yeah. So it's easy to have a bad view of it. I have a very bad view of social media. I think the majority of the reasons, I think the majority of the use of social media is certainly harmful to a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. tonight, really, we're we're talking about children, and that's what we're going to get into. Uh, I don't think social media is good for adults either, but I cannot say with a blanket statement, it's all bad. Because I do understand some of the benefits of it. I don't have to take a cute picture of one of our kids and send a text message to each one of my brothers and sisters and to your dad and, you know, your brother and try to go through and hit all the people. Sure. So I understand that idea. I can put it in a place and uh, my friends can choose whether they want to see it or not. Um, that honestly makes sense to me, but I think there's way more bad than there is good. And even if I set kids aside, grown men and women tell me constantly that social media is a problem in their life. Yeah. Look, can I re, can I take back my statement and rephrase it? Whatever. For kids 18 and under, I don't think there's anything redeeming for them. I agree. It's just so, it's just all, it's all bad, bad because those kids still have not been trained long enough and are not successful enough 
at self-discipline right. to where they can make a decision as to how I'm going to use this. Exactly. For yeah. me, I'm a 43-year-old man. I have a Facebook account. I didn't look it up before this. I, I wanted to. My Facebook account, I think I have six friends. <laughs> I don't even have my real name on my account. Yeah. And I never post anything on it. I don't know if you post anything on my account. No. Okay, you don't either. But I had to have a personal account in order to have a business account, which is what I wanted because I own a construction company. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was helpful in that regard. And I and and again, that's something very different than what we're talking about tonight, which is social media affecting the Christian family, specifically the children. Yeah. So I honestly don't fault people for having a facebook account i think having an instagram instagram account is insane and i think having a tiktok account is absolutely (laughs) bonkers insane yeah and we can go over some of the specifics i really wasn't thinking that we would get into specific social media apps and we can if we want we are currently live on Facebook mm-hmm. and YouTube. Obviously, we try to use these social media, you know, uh, apps for good. Uh, we talk about the Bible. Uh, we try to promote businesses. You have one for your business. I have one for my business. But for children, you said. What, it, it, what would be the purpose of them being on there? Why would they need to be on there? All I can see is it's problems. As far as need, there's no need. You want to know how I know that? Because I grew up without the internet. (laughs) I did fine. I didn't write a single paper in high school or college with the help of the internet. You know what I did? I got up early and I made myself a sack lunch and I got on my bike and I rode several miles to the library (laughs) and I spent the whole day there looking up books in a card catalog. Yeah, the card catalog. (coughs) And then getting books down off a shelf and reading them only to get a chapter or two in and realize, well, this book doesn't really help and putting it back on the Mm -hmm. shelf and then trying again. Lots of research has been done that way. We all survived. Do I use the internet for research now? Of course I do. It's, you know, very helpful. But my point is, the internet was not around during most of our lives. Social media certainly wasn't. We all survived. Um, I, I didn't see that I was missing anything in uh, throughout my life so far. Okay, so before we get into the topic of social media, I wanted to go over some statistics so everyone knows where I'm coming from. I think so many people have no idea just how bad it really right. is. And I found that starting with a little bit of a foundation helps the conversation move in a certain direction. So the following statistics come from a variety of places. I'm not going to try to cite every source. Anyone that wants to find the supporting documentation can easily do it. Uh, I just don't want to go through all. I don't want to spend the time doing that. So you don't have to believe me. You can accuse me of making up these statistics. That's fine. But if you look them up, it's it's not hard to find um, support for these. So according to a study in 2022, the average user spends about two and a half hours on social media every day. Wow. That's, that's a lot. 
Now, that number doesn't even accurately tell you the extent of the problem with our children because that's an average number of hours per day of use of social media from kids Mm -hmm. 8 to 10 years old all the way up to people in their 60s. Yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah, it's way worse for the children. Kids ages 8 to 12 have an average daily screen time of 5 hours and 33 minutes. Teenagers 13 to 18 spend an average of 8 hours and 39 minutes on screens. 8 hours. And 39 minutes on screens. Now, keep in mind. That's that's all screens. All screens. But over 50% of a child's time spent on their phone is for social media apps. That means that teenagers are spending greater than four hours a day on social media. Now, that's the average. There are going to be some that are way worse and some that are way Mm -hmm. better. But the average teenager is four hours. That is a lot of influence. Now, you ready for this? That's the lower end of the statistics that I found. Huh. No kidding. I found studies that show us that 16 to 24-year-olds spend almost six hours a day on social media. That is so much time. It's an insane amount of time. Yeah. So, parents, if you don't talk to your kids or see your kids, guess what they're doing? Yeah, they're on social media. They're on social media. That's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Now, with that, you have to take that number and compare it to the fact that the average Christian doesn't spend any time reading their Bible. And I got stats on that as well. 57% of Christians read their Bible between zero to four times a year. A year? A year. Like they open it up. They open it up and and read something. That's one time. Huh. 57% in America. It's pretty low. One third of all Christians in America. So 33% of the 57%, 33% of all Christians are in the never category. They never open their Bible. And about 25% of all Christians are four times a year or less. Now, if those stats don't make you sit up and think, that means that Christianity is so weak and so pathetic in America today that you only need to read your Bible five times a year to be above average. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) If you open your Bible up each morning for the next week and read some amount of Bible, you are an above average Christian in America. That's pathetic. Yeah. Well, we see where we're all spending our time then. Yeah. Instead of reading the Bible, it's, see where it, it's going. So because people spend that much time on social media, you really kind of have to ask yourself, well, what are they looking at? Yes. Because that's what they are allowing to influence them. That's what, what I was thinking exactly when you're talking about four hours a day. For the teenagers, right? Four hours a day? For the teenagers. Yeah. You and me are going to be the exact same people we were last year, other than the people in our life and the books we read. What influences us? What do we allow to influence Mm -hmm. us? Right. That's what's going to make us into 
a different person. Mm -hmm. That's where change is going to happen in our lives. And the majority of children in America are being influenced, not by pastors and preachers, not by their parents, not even by teachers. Yeah, it's by whomever they see. By whatever social media uh influencer is out there. And that's that's actually one of the things I was going to ask you. Mm -hmm. Very concerned, conservative Christian parents often talk about the public school system and how it's producing it's spreading liberal liberalism absolutely so quickly, liberal but, communist agenda that's what the yeah. government schools and, uh, in america are pushing and anti-god anti-god lgbt you know yeah. uh, nonsense that is what it is pushing endorsing promoting mm-hmm. i agree but Go as ahead. i was getting ready for the podcast i thought i want to ask your opinion mm-hmm. what do you think is a better influencer for those things in kids a better spreader of anti-christian and liberalism uh is it social media or would it be the schools if you had to pick honestly i think the schools just help reinforce Mm -hmm. what they're hearing on social media yeah i would imagine most kids aren't going to listen to what their teachers have to say unless their teachers are telling them exactly what they want to hear yeah (laughs) so they find what they want to hear on social media and then it's reinforced when they go to school so they think to themselves oh well an authority is saying that as well this teacher of mine or that teacher of mine and it seems like all the kids are on board with these stupid socialistic communistic ideas so i'm going to go along with it so if you think about it, social media is going to affect the children. It's going to teach them these stupid, nonsensical, anti-God, communistic ideas. And then they are going to receive peer pressure in school from their teachers, from their classmates to believe and to follow along with whatever they're yeah. hearing online. Well, makes sense. Mm-hmm. So when we let's get some Bible in here. First yeah. Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirty-one. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. So my question for you is how much of my social media time glorifies God? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that depends on who you are and what you're willing to look at. So and it's kids. up to us. Yep. We get to decide what we're going to watch. I can tell you this. The number of men and women, adults, parents, that tell me they spend too much time on social media and what they watch, what they allow into their eyes and into their ears is not good for them Yeah, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Shock and awe. When you hear the number of people that'll say that, uh, they continue to do it. So I have to imagine children are not really going to be seeking out godly things. Do you remember when Blockbuster was around? How many years did Blockbuster go away? Like 10 years ago? Yeah. Something like that. So Blockbuster, for any of you that don't remember, you used to be able to rent DVDs. Before that, you could rent VHS, these tapes that you put. Yeah. (laughs) If you went to Blockbuster, I heard this one preacher and he was explaining, he says, look, I got to be honest with you. I like watching movies. I like watching movies as much as anyone else. And when I'm tired 
and I have time on a weekend and I don't want to do anything, it's easy to just sit on the couch and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. The struggle that I have is if I were to go to Blockbuster and say, hey, could you point me to your section where you have all of your Christ honoring biblical <laughs> movies that say, well, they're both checked out, both, you know? Yeah. yeah because <laughs> in, in a, you know, in a room of a thousand movies, they have one or two that mm -hmm. are going to really be beneficial to you spiritually. And I'm not saying you can't find stuff that's good to watch or even just neutral, you know, stuff that really, I can't imagine affects you much one way or the other. It's hard to do. And it's also very hard to do on social media because not much of it is produced. Mm -hmm. I have people that watch this podcast, this podcast, this is not the Joe Rogan experience. This is like low level professionalism as far as podcasts go. I have people that watch this all around the world. I've had people contact me from all around the world and tell me, I've had people say they've made this statement. I'm not making this up. <clears throat> This is the best Christian podcast I could find. They said on whatever, Spotify, Apple, anything. They're like, man, I looked around. They're like, this is the best one there is. Because you guys say that what the Bible says is true. You quote scripture and you tell us that we have to believe it and that it's good to follow the Bible. Yeah. No. And these people have told me, they're like, all the other ones are so wishy-washy, and so they're okay with anything, and they have no standards, and you know, that's what it is. I have looked for a Christian podcast for myself that, you know, for me mm -hmm. to listen to, I can't find one. No kidding. No? I haven't looked around. <laughs> I've tried several, and there's only a hand, and you know what I usually do? I just start scrolling through and I'm like, let's find out if they've ever um, done an episode on LGBT. Oh, yeah. And if they've that never would... done one, I'm like, they're a joke. <laughs> I don't even want to hear them. And when they do, it's so soft. Hmm. It has nothing. It sounds nothing like the commandments in the Bible. They're scared too. They are totally scared to say anything. To say anything. So I get the idea that there's not much content out there. There's more. You can find more, you know, movies that are being produced. There are some high quality, you know, um, Christian um, productions that are out there with, that the whole family can watch. But, you know, there's not much. I'm getting off the track. I'm getting off track. My point was, the Bible says, whatsoever ye do, do mm -hmm. all to the glory of God. So what do we find on social media? Well, that's nine, my it, question. It's probably 95% really bad stuff and really bad stuff medium bad stuff <laughs> and then sort of bad and it's well even I as a woman the suggested uh, videos mm -hmm. are bad mm -hmm. and I have to scroll through them like other women being totally inappropriate you know sure. what I'm saying so, so the suggested the suggested short videos, videos that you get on YouTube shorts or mm -hmm. Facebook reels the or stuff I don't click if on. you have an Instagram account. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. So much all, worse. All that stuff is 
inappropriately dressed women mm-hmm. doing inappropriate things. Right. That's on your uh-huh. social media. Yeah, and I and they that's have not on a guy's. Okay. That's not on your husband's uh-huh. suggest. Actually, it is. That's why I don't have an Instagram yeah. account. That's why I don't get on social media. Well, and I am categorized as a you know middle aged woman yeah. who likes gardening. I'm, I'm probably categorized with the old ladies. Sure. And they're still showing. They're this still. To me. That is still. You know because. It's just, People that, click on it. You got it. I'm sure. And why why would you want your kids to come across that? And they will. And they absolutely will. That That's the point that I think far too many people don't understand is what level of naked woman do you want your kids to see? And what do you want that woman doing mm-hmm. on a screen? Yeah. Because whatever is beyond your comfortability level, there's going to be a video of what you're not okay with yes. suggested for your teenager, mm-hmm. for your pre-teenager, that's what's going to be suggested. That's what's suggested for a 42-year-old white woman who likes gardening, right. and, you know, yeah. and Downton Abbey yes. and guns. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, that's what is suggested on well, your feet. And it's sneaky. I can tell that they're fishing because most of it is babies being cute. Yeah. You know, and giggling. Sure, and, and puppies, puppies and yeah. And then there's always and every few days that mm-hmm. pop that material pops up as yeah. if let's just see. Yeah. So I definitely Oh, maybe one of her kids got the phone and we can get them addicted. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's yep. there. Um I mean, yeah, it's, so, it's mostly Go ahead. Uh so much of it is not godly. No. So anyway, So my answer to it was the lusts of the flesh. That's the Bible term for it. And I'm going to bring that up. I have a verse for that in a minute. Yeah. I think a lot of it is sexually explicit material. Yeah. And you know, anything, we all go on about how we need to be careful of the internet for our kids. Sure. Well, everything bad on the internet that you're Mm -hmm. trying to get filters for, it's all there on social media. It's all on social media. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever safeguards you are putting in place to try to protect your young children for internet use all of those things are on youtube facebook instagram tiktok yes. twitter i'm sure i'm missing one, one or two but it doesn't matter yeah. yeah so go ahead i just decided to make that point so i think a lot of the inappropriate material is sexually explicit material mm-hmm. and the phrase that comes to mind for all of that stuff is look at me, I'm hot. Mm-hmm. Can I go off on a... <laughs> yeah, go for it. This is Bible thumper. Somebody's got to say it. Uh, okay. I taught Sunday school, high school girls for a long time. Yeah. And I would get these young girls who were coming r- right up out of eighth grade into yeah. ninth grade. Those ones were the most kind of um, unscathed, of most of them. Mm-hmm. Sort of innocent still. They were young enough wide. where they weren't uh-huh. totally ruined so and, and this I, was like 10 12 years yes, ago a long time ago okay and i did my best as time allowed some lessons would be on how to dress how to and, dress and how to act what you know don't be worried about what you look like it's mm-hmm. not don't do that for the boys and mm-hmm. i mean as um you know i didn't get explicit just yeah. appropriate levels of discussing mm-hmm. you know and so then Years go by, mm-hmm. and some of these young ladies pop up on Facebook. Sure. And they send me a request. And what is their uh, social media like? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it is just as worldly mm-hmm. as all the people who are not in churches right. that you are trying to keep them from acting like. Yeah. And so 
I'm not faulting them. I'm just saying that you can fault they, them. <laughs> it's heartbreaking because mm-hmm. you see them falling prey to the massive tidal wave of in, bad influence. Mm-hmm. This is what you do if you want to be liked by people. Sure. You post a sexy picture of yourself, mm-hmm. an inappropriate picture of yourself, and that's how you have value. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, I don't understand this. Women, what are we doing to each other? We yeah. are at war. Yep. Yeah, women who are, and they start as teenagers because mm-hmm. they think that's what you do. Yes. Women kind are at war with each other. Christian mm-hmm. women are. Can I get people to look at me over you? Can yep. I get your husband to look at me? Yes. That's what they're doing. Absolutely. Your boyfriend, whatever. And the, another thing I want to say is that I see all the time, and this breaks my heart and it kills me. Professing Christian women mm-hmm. will put sensual at the very lowest level. Sure. Just a little sensual. Yeah, if you're lucky, cute, it's only sensual. Uh-huh. Uh, a little glance, a mm-hmm. little... It's even in their facial expressions. Um, it's their, like when they are sitting at the other end of the bar and they're flirting with the guy. Mm-hmm. They're not talking to him. It's just the way that they look at yeah. them. The, okay, that or, is the pose. That is what they're doing with their face. They're trying to get noticed by that guy. That's what their pose looks yeah. like on their social media right they're using their body Mm -hmm. to attract people to them to what they look like sure and then people who are not their husband yeah because keep in mind he sees them all the time that's when it's appropriate (laughs) you can have okay yeah and then at the worst it's bikinis and stuff christian christian women Mm -hmm. uh or other inappropriate sorry clothing and then the worst part is say they they are professing Christians go to church. Mm -hmm. They will also post, I've seen this, with the same picture, Mm -hmm. a Bible verse. Yeah. Or a a link to a, I've seen... A video of something godly. I mean, that is kind of the worst thing you could do. Yeah, so you have literally one foot in the world and one foot out of the world. What is this? Yeah, it's like... You're you're bringing up the verse, you know, that I always think of of Jesus with the Laodicean church in Revelation, where he's saying, "Be hot or cold, well, be yeah, one pick, or the other. Pick one, yeah, Fine, pick one, because <laughs> this is confusion." Well, yeah. So, do you want? Yeah, I mean, my daughter, mm-hmm. she, there's not a chance she's getting social media while she's in this house sure i'm not i don't care you're not getting it when you're an adult you can do do whatever you want we don't really yeah you know it's you okay it's hard enough for adults to withstand these bad influences Mm -hmm. um you cannot let your young impressionable kids get on there and get an account and expect them to withstand those types of influences absolutely they're going to be pressured to compete yeah, these young and, girls are going to be pressured to to do this. So uh, that is getting just a little bit ahead. I have some, some <laughs> points. I want to bring up uh, just another idea of uh, what we see, what we find on social media. So n- number one, m- my answer was sexually, sexually explicit material. Right. Uh, we have a Bible verse that talks about this. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So 
The Bible says that our bodies are not our own. They are God's. God owns our bodies. And the Bible says our body is for glorifying God. And people have it backwards. Mm. People are using their body in order to try to glorify themselves and get attention for themselves. And we'll get more into this idea in a little bit. I wanted to bring up the second thing that we find on social media, and that is bragging about our possessions. Right. Which is, look what I own. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one also. And that. So you find people bragging about the vehicle that they own, bragging about the house that they own, bragging about whatever toys they have, bragging about any material possessions that they have Mm -hmm. and just, you know, look at me, look how great, you know, this is. And I wanted to add this to the end, hashtag blessed. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'm guilty of this, of bragging how many vegetables I'm getting. Sure. (laughs) I'm just thinking, (laughs) sorry, everyone. Well, and, and that is, you know, the trick with social media, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, for me, I never thought about bragging about vegetables as something for that I was getting. Yeah. listening, I have amazing <laughs> garden this year. I'm just thinking, yeah, not everyone knows. Sure. And I can't And we're believe. very proud of our garden, and uh, we've worked very hard on think, it, and we're very happy with the produce that it brings yeah. in that we get to eat. People are so sick of the zucchini posts already. Like, Joanna, shut up with the zucchini oh, I don't and doubt the cucumbers. It. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people, you know, the idea is when I get something new and attractive and shiny, Mm -hmm. um, I need to put pictures of it on the internet to get people to uh, be jealous of what I have. Now, that is also what a lot of us will go on to social media for. We want to, you know, see these things. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in 1 John 2.15, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Tell me those three things don't describe social media. That's exactly. The lust of the flesh, the lust of Mm -hmm. the eyes, and the pride of life. That sums up social media about as perfectly as I could imagine. So for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world and the world passeth away and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. I think Mark Zuckerberg read that and decided to create the platform. Yeah. To make, yeah. How can we incorporate the lust of all these things? So that's what I, those are the two big things that I see on social media that I think is very damaging, especially for children. Now, I have another Bible verse before we get into a little bit of the negative aspects of social media, and this is a great one. It's in Psalm 101, verse 3. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. I can... Devices. Wow. I looked it up today because mm-hmm. I was trying to find out what was that called. There is some articles were like, well, it's not true, but I don't know what to believe. However, yeah. um, they are both seeing patients now with it that they never had before, mm-hmm. where the kids are having health issues mm-hmm. because of the amount that they are on the screens. Oh, yeah. So they're and our uh, our oldest son, Moses forgot his phone twice when he went to work sure he said to me mom there's nothing on the phone for me to do so i forget it sure 
So there you like, go. Like literally, I need the phone when I'm leaving work just to call you and say yeah. I'm leaving work, and he doesn't even need that because we can track where he is. Right. Like there's no, there's so no there's games. Nothing there's nothing. Do. No. So I don't remember it. Yeah, it's just to call like, people. This is awesome. This is a. I wanted him to have it so I could see where he was. Yeah. So anyway, those were some things that came up that I thought were important to the topic. Yeah. Okay. How about um, self-centered and pride? Hmm. How about that? I am. I am those things. <laughs> so what, what about them? So here's my thought. Sharing endless selfies and all of your yeah. innermost thoughts on social media can create an unhealthy <sighs> self-centeredness. Yeah, and you're kind of dinging me because it's like you get on there to share about your life. And yeah. that can, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. That I, I do get that way a little bit. And we all do. Yeah, look at me. Right. So in Luke 9, Luke chapter 9, Jesus said, And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantaged if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? So let me ask you this. Someone who is super focused on social media and their social media presence, what are they constantly thinking about? Themselves. Yeah. And, you know, what other people think of them? Sure. What okay. are you getting at? <laughs> so the mark. you have a social media account. Yes. Okay. Right. You're posting stuff all the time. Yeah. What are you concerned about? Um, do people like it? Do uh-huh. they like me? Right. So you want people to like you what want, you post. Mm-hmm, sure. And you want people to be... Commenting? Followers. Followers. Okay. Right? Yes. Whether followers. it's Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or YouTube or what. Yeah, you Whether want it's more subscribers followers. or followers, right, right. that is mm. the end game. Right. That is the reason that you do it all. Is I because get it. you want to boost those numbers. Right. Of I wasn't followers. following you, but that following. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't a great question. I didn't yeah. ask it very well. I was hoping but you'd that read makes my sense. Mind. You you want to amass a more of an audience to yourself, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah, whatever you're doing. Right. You want a bigger audience. You want more people watching you. Mm-hmm. So the popular idea is the one that says your number of followers dictates your success. Yep. Well, Jesus said you can gain the whole world, and it means nothing if you're not following mm-hmm. Him. Yeah. Good so point. the idea of having a whole bunch of followers, it doesn't mean anything. That's all about you. Mm-hmm. The whole goal of this Christianity thing is that we are focused on him. And let me just bring it back to the statistics we were talking about in the beginning. How many hours are people on social media and how much time do people spend in their Bible every day? Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's such a shame. But it just goes to show it's one more thing that is getting in the way of Christianity in America today. It's probably one of the biggest things because you're talking about the time. Yes. I just read something today. One of these pastors was saying, you know, that's our new God is social media, a new Mm -hmm. idol. And I'm like, yeah, of course. I should have thought of that. So it is estimated in the non-virtual world 
that people talk about themselves about 30 to 40 percent of the time off of when you're talking okay to anyone, person to person non-virtual non-virtual 40 30 to 40 percent yes okay however with social media it's gonna be bad <laughs> the idea of showing off one's life and accomplishments people talk about themselves 80 percent of the time hmm that is yeah. what we're focused on. That is the exact opposite of what God says in the Bible. In Proverbs 27, 2, it says, Let another man praise thee and not thine own mouth, a stranger and not thine own lips. What is social media other than us trying to show mm -hmm. off to everybody? Mm-hmm. Just did that today with the darn vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> well, and with that being said, uh. It is kind of, it's, it's true. It, 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 it is, it true. is true. It's kind of hard because if you think about it, if you go back 40 years, mm -hmm. we didn't have social media. You would get back from vacation and you would put together a slideshow and you'd bore yep. your family to yeah. death around the holidays, <laughs> showing them your vacation <laughs> or wherever, or you'd put together a scrapbook of all the pictures and you wanted to show somebody. And I understand that. There was a big difference, though. When a friend shares with me about their vacation, they're sharing it with me. Yeah. Not with everyone they can possibly get it in front of. Sure. Yeah, some of that is okay. It's like, you know, like you're talking about. You do want to share your fun experiences with somebody. Absolutely. You get a new vehicle, your friend is going to want to see it. Yeah. Oh, take me for a ride. Oh, open the trunk. How much trunk space do you have? You know, oh, pop the hood. I want to see yeah, this sure. or that. Yeah. People are curious. I understand mm -hmm. that. I don't see that as a bad thing. Social media is the far end of the spectrum where that is what we are trying to do. We are trying to get people mm -hmm. to want to be involved with every aspect of our life yeah all right so i wanted to talk about addiction before we finish okay anything you wanted to add on self-centeredness uh, and pride uh no i really didn't have anything additional bad for the kids again <laughs> <laughs> i agree Hashtag bad for the kids. <laughs> okay so addiction the smartphone is the digital hypodermic needle. That's a bold statement, but let's hear why. We are able to access a digital dopamine hit 24 mm. hours a day. So using social media triggers the brain's reward system to release dopamine. Dopamine is the feel-good chemical. Mm-hmm. So dopamine is the same chemical our brain releases when we have sex, when we're gambling. It's also the chemical that's released when we are exercising or when we have a hard day of work. And when we use our smartphones. <laughs> so I uh -huh. am currently reading this book called Dopamine Nation. And this book talks about smartphones. This book, really? this book talks yeah. about social media. Yeah. Now, the book is about the desire for a dopamine hit, and it's talking about addiction. And right. smartphones and social media are not the focus uh -huh. of the book. But either way, it goes. It relates all of this stuff, and it says, look, this stuff is designed this way. 
and social media companies have finally come out and admitted, yes, we were doing these things to try and get kids addicted to this stuff because some of that we only make money. They make money on ads. We mm-hmm. need people on the social media. Otherwise, we don't make money. Mm-hmm. So for social media users, a person's brain may increase dopamine when they see Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, or Instagram posts get a like, get a follow, get Mm -hmm. a share. It gets that little ding, ding. So there's a noise. There's a little vibration of the phone. And when people share something, they are literally sitting there watching their phone, waiting to see who likes it first, who comments on it. And that gives them a little dopamine hit. When someone gets a like or a retweet, the brain receives a flood of dopamine. It feels wonderful, but it also trains us to need that feeling again. And we know how to get it. So we're constantly trying to get something that we're constantly trying to put up a post that's going to get the most likes, the most retweets, the most follows, the most comments, the most whatevers. And that continues this dopamine cycle. So the cycle of motivation, reward, and reinforcement is a dopamine loop. And it gets users craving rewards more and more Mm. and more. And just like Pavlov's dogs, They hear the bell, they start drooling because they know Mm -hmm. the food is coming. We hear that little ding, and what do we do? Immediately, we go right to our phone and open it up. Okay, we swipe, open the phone, pull down the top menu. Oh, it's on this social media app, and we click on it. We want to see what someone liked or said or commented or shared or or whatever. That's happened to me with a little red notification. Happens with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's made that way on purpose. Social media platforms are designed to snare your attention and to keep you online and have you repeatedly checking your screen for updates. That's what they're designed to do. You know, I took Facebook off my phone today to see, mm-hmm. and I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to check it. Yep. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Even though for weeks I'll check it and I'm like, this is stupid. There's nothing on here. Why am I doing this? I'm still thinking about it. (laughs) So social media, much like gambling compulsion or an addiction to Mm. nicotine or alcohol or drugs, social media can create psychological cravings. Mm. Mm -hmm. There are now therapeutic programs in psychiatric hospitals and behavioral health clinics all across America dedicated to treating social media addiction as another compulsive disorder no kidding that's from lee health wow yep that should really tell you something it should Mm. so you're handing your kids like a drug they can get addicted to yeah just give them oxycontin instead Mm -hmm. why don't parents want to take away the social media it's well if the kids are already on it it's going to be a nightmare if they're already on it it'll be a nightmare the kids are going to put up such a protest they will why else what else is the problem not only are they going to miss Mm. that dopamine hit why else Mm, the parents i don't know the parents on social media no why else won't the parents want to take it away what other problems are they going to be faced with um 
I'm not sure. So you're not thinking about it because you no. don't have a kid in public school. Oh, everyone else, they're going to feel the kids are all else. on it. Yeah. Yeah, duh. I should have Every known that. single other kid yes. is on it. Right. And socially, your kid will be a pariah. Yeah, you will be ostracized if, if you don't they have don't ha If you're not on social media. Mm. That's how we all communicate through mm -hmm. Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram. It like it or not, and it's so bad for all of us, yep. but that is how it's happening. And again, you know, I don't need to get off on a tangent about how absolutely horrible government schools are, mm -hmm. but it's one more thing. You yeah. have the peer pressure concerning social media in the government schools, and it's going to be so hard for you to be able to tell your kid, mm -hmm. sorry, you're not doing that. We're not going down that road. Yeah, it'd be, it would be an endless painful battle yeah your kid would be a school. leper in school right and no one's willing to do that yep but think about it no one is willing to do that even though social media is so mentally and emotionally damaging mm -hmm. to kids yeah and i think at some level everyone knows that because you always hear about the kid who commits suicide because of like the bullying and such yes. on, on on social, social media. media those are nationwide stories when they happen mm-hmm and they attach it to bullying. Yeah. They don't really get into the no. detriments of the social media aspect, although yeah, bullying is bad. Sure. And you don't want your kid to be bullied. But, but however, guess what? Bullying used to only be, you know, four morons in your class. It yeah, used to not be hundreds of thousands of teenagers across America. Yeah. yeah. And the online aspect is worse because if that kid is attached to a thousand followers or 300 yep someone posts something oh yeah well then it's it the gets shared form. there and there and there and all of a sudden comments are coming yes, in it's yep. like mag magnified again mm -hmm. so yeah i i didn't think of that but no matter how bad it is for you parents are not willing to stand up and be parents parents christian parents in america are mostly cowards mm -hmm. and i say that with all confidence because I've met a lot of them. They're the same parents that I just read the study about. They're not willing to ever read their Bible. They're not even willing to bow their head and pray in public at a restaurant for a meal. Yeah. That's how cowardly they are. It is such a joke. So they are not willing to stand up and do what's best for their kids because it is mildly inconvenient, mm -hmm. let alone very difficult. So, yeah. no, I do not have an optimistic view of our society and where we're going. I do not have an optimistic view of Christianity here in America, simply because of what I've seen. Yeah. And it's a shame because it's absolutely destroying children. Mm -hmm. So with that, we've been going for about an hour and 20 minutes. Anything else you wanted to get into? We have time. Um, so if there's I, another point, jump on in. We don't have to like rush off uh, of here. Well, I just had two or three more points that yeah. I had written down that I can be quick about. Oh, that's fine. Um, Bring them up. Well, and so I, there's the old joke, which is kind of not said anymore since COVID that <laughs> homeschoolers can't, are uh, not socialized well. Sure. So we witnessed the other day, which we've seen before. Oh, I was going to bring it up. That uh, 
kids that are raised on their phone yes. don't have one social bone in their body. They don't have any skills they whatsoever. They their phone and they're like doing this all day. Okay, so let me social tell the story. Skills. Let me tell the story because people people need to hear this. So Joanna and I were at a wedding. And we were at a table with two, four, six, eight people. And two of the people were teenagers. And we were sitting at that table for an hour and almost a half. two hours. Yeah, hour and a half, somewhere in there. Those two teenagers stared at their phone. They did not say one word to anybody, to each other. They did not engage in any conversation. They did not look up from their phones. They had earbuds. They had earbuds in. At a social gathering. At a social gathering. At a wedding. Why are you bringing them to a wedding if they're just going to sit on their phones Mm -hmm. with earbuds? Like they can't do that at their home? The entire time, both of them looked like they've never been out in the sun. They were both, you know, chubby, Mm -hmm. antisocial duds like i would laugh in their face if my daughter brought one of them home to meet dad i would pull my daughter in laugh at the guy's face and slam the door i mean they were such losers their mom works for the public school system she's a teacher and she teaches teachers how to teach (laughs) (laughs) And we are told as homeschool parents that we are the problem. Right. And our kids are the ones uh-huh. that don't know. Yeah, we're, they oh, they're not socialized. And they don't know how to do anything. <laughs> we are told every single day, oh, your kids are so great. They look yeah. you right in the eye. They talk to you with a loud, clear voice. They have a good handshake. They... We're yeah. told that every day. Well, and this isn't like bragging session on us. No, no, we this were, is uh, just making a point. Yeah, that the idea that everyone is being lied to—that's the point, right? It's if not- you're being told that homeschoolers have no social skills and not sending your kids to public school, you are a monster, and you're creating weirdos for kids. You are being lied to. Yeah, who on here? I'm asking because, like, as if someone can respond. They can. We can have someone comment, the but they won't. Wally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The the the, the Pixar movie uh-huh. Wally. Yes. Where the little robot is in the future. Yeah. And they go up to the spaceship, mm-hmm. and there are hundreds of thousands of humans, and they all look like they're like the chubby, Michelin, the marshmallow blob, guy, marshmallow right? men sitting yeah. in these like floating wheelchairs with screens in front of Always them. Always have a screen. Yep, they they're never see anyone or talk to anyone, even though there are people all around them. Yep, that's what our kids of the name, you know, that's what kids raised on social media are turning into. Yes, little blobs. Yes, that are on the screen. Yes, all day, all day, and they see a real human. They don't like, exercise. Ah, they don't know what sunlight is. Right. Yeah. Let the marshmallows. <laughs> yep. And a little obedient subjects to whatever yep. they see on the screen. <laughs> that is anyway. what social media and mm-hmm. government schools is producing. Yes. Look up people on Wally. Okay. Very Sorry. good point. No, no, no. That's good. I'm I, glad I got to tell and, that story because it was like yeah. I almost wanted to take a picture. There's nothing funnier in the world to me than when we go out to dinner. And I see a couple and they're sitting across from each other at a table and they're both on their phones. Yeah. 
and they don't talk to each other. They don't look at each other. They are literally just sitting there on their phones. One hand mm-hmm. is stabbing the food and shoving it into their mouth. They never talk. They never look up. They're just on their phones. Yeah. It that it, when people hear that, well, what are you talking about? People aren't on their social media apps for two and a half, five hours a day. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. Okay, I you've know. seen them. You might them, be yeah. one of them. Okay, yes, they are. Your next point. That's really much. That's pretty much all I had. I mean, and I put down it makes people lazy and it you know lazy. It does. It'll. it'll Absolutely. You know. It's a time suck. It's such a huge time waster. It's one of the biggest yeah. time sucks that out there. Yeah. Out there. Yep. Because with your phone, you can carry it around with you. Yes. Wherever you are, right. you can just get on there for as much time as you want. And I'm guilty. It's worse than TV. Mm-hmm. T- yeah. Anyway, I've said enough. But Well, then with that, everybody, thank you for joining us here on the Bible Thumper Podcast, where somebody's got to say it. You can find us on BibleThumperPodcast.com. You can email me uh, through that website or at BibleThumperPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Apple, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Stitcher, Blueberry, Amazon, Audible, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. Every place that you download a podcast, you should be able to find us. So please download our podcast, like us, subscribe us, follow us on YouTube and watch these videos, pass them around to somebody. Hopefully they are a help to you. If you ever have a subject you want us to cover, just send me an email and let me know. I respond to every email that I get, every comment that I get on YouTube. I ignore wholly because so many of you are just Uh, mentally disturbed and you need to get back on your medication so i don't like to poke the bear even though i know some of you are wonderful people i appreciate you all even the mentally sick ones okay you have a place in my heart i hope you stay far far away from me and my family but i'm so glad that you get on here and watch our videos and hopefully have some comments for how we are crazy and we need to change everything. So thank you for joining us and we'll be back next Sunday. We're on here almost every single Sunday night, right around 7 p.m. is when we usually start. That's 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 p.m. Central, and we'll catch you next week. Have a good week.